Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at a snapshot of America's medical marijuana market. Starting with Pennsylvania, they've been regarded as one of the most successful medical markets to date, registering over 116,000 patients in 2018 in its first year. Although smokable hemp bans may impact Pennsylvania, I've had a lot of inquiries coming out of Pennsylvania asking about pre-roll machines, automated. So it seemed like a pretty good hub, but again, smokable hemp bands might uh, limit what they're able to do out there. But that's what regulations are all about, constantly changing. So learn to pivot to stay relevant. Florida is another medical marijuana market that is on the rise due to the state's allowance of smokable cannabis flower. So the expanded list of consumption options, they've been reported a favorite at dispensaries, making up to 50% of products sold at specific locations. But I don't anticipate top quality flour to be grown in Florida. I anticipate a lot of uh, powdery mildew and mold and um, just not ideal climate to be growing uh, a dense flour in. So we'll see how well they do. Michigan is another thriving medical marijuana market. They've had some pretty strong numbers since they came rolling out in 2019, launching their recreational sales. So although they're about to generate a billion dollars in revenue from adult use sales, Michigan, just like any other rollout, is bound to see a decline in the years to come for the medical figures that we've seen in existing rollouts like Washington and Alaska and Oregon. There have been some medical markets that have been struggled for various reasons. So California, they've seen a combination of regulations, taxation, and competition from unlicensed markets serving as three of the most substantial roadblocks for California, even though the state generated $2.5 billion in the first year of adult sales in 2018. Minnesota's also seen a restriction on access that's been a steep hurdle. They've had just 18,500 active patients from a state of 5.5 million people. So the limited signups, it's attributed in part to high cost for medicine and limited product choices. Other restrictive states like Texas, they limit access to THC products to just a few conditions with medical prohibited from exceeding 0.5% of THC. So that said, a deep interest in CBD is growing in cities like Austin. And Georgia had an incredibly restrictive program on low THC oil to the point where it didn't even get off the ground. So patients are limited. Dispensary access is obviously another issue. It looks like North Dakota has some issues with accessibility. In other areas like Arkansas, looks like people are trying to wait and then flip the licenses. So there's some rumors that uh, they weren't even anticipating on opening their stores. They were just waiting to sell those licenses. Standout stories, we can start with Oklahoma. When you, Whenever you issue 7,500 licenses, you're bound to make some sales. But with twice the amount of licenses that Oregon have, I only think it's a matter of time before they have a massive glut in the marketplace Meanwhile, Puerto Rico cannabis advocates believe that plant could become the island's new growth market like pharmaceuticals were so long ago. Puerto Rico having uh, Act 20 and Act 22. Act 20 is an exemption where any business that goes down and has their sales originating from, from Puerto Rico, they don't have to pay U.S. federal income tax. And it makes Puerto Rico the only place in the world you can do that. Literally, if you went and worked in Iran or Cuba or North Korea, you'd have to pay taxes on your income. Puerto Rico is the only place in the world you can go and not pay taxes. And why? Well, Puerto Rico, they don't have congressional representation and you can't have taxation without representation. So a U.S. business person or business is going to get taxed no matter where they go, except for Puerto Rico. So obviously you should have an entity in Puerto Rico. All right. Other signs of promise in the form of opening markets like Utah came online. 
With election night in 2020, could seeing several more states legalizing medical and or adult use cannabis. But regardless of the election results, Americans look poised to advance cannabis laws. And all the markets are rapidly evolving, leaving these snapshots as momentary glances into state markets that could look drastically different in the not too distant future. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has can of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network.